Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Liar. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, the fun starts now. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. Oh, oh my gosh. Whoa. Nuggets get their asses kicked by the New York Knicks. That's putting in the there. garden. Uh, nearly nobody beats the Nuggets by forty though. This one almost just thirty-eight points, one twenty-two to four eighty-four. Eighty-four points. If you would have told me the Knicks scored one twenty-two, I'd have been like, Nuggets probably lost. If you told me the Nuggets scored eighty-four, I would have said they lost. You tell me they lost. Both things happened. Dude, we got mega mundered tonight. <laughs> mega mundered indeed. Eighty-four. The Nuggets were almost in the 70s. At least on the show, we can still still talk about All-Star. We can talk about why they got punked tonight. There's at least meat on the bone tonight. Help me out with that. I got Brennan Vote. Woof. We know how to pick them with watch-alongs, I'll tell you that. I actually had a lot of fun on the watch-along, though, and I saw a lot of comments that a lot of people did as well. Hopefully, the Losers Lounge has the same effect. We suffer together. We do indeed suffer together. Over here, I got Brent. Look at look at look at Harrison's like. I'm just yeah. trying man. to figure out on the fly. When was the last time the Nuggets had 84 points or fewer? And I'm back in 2020 right now and still going. Do you stat head? We have stat head. Uh, superstar Dev over there. I mean, I could have. We could have all taken this night off. <laughs> we had the choice. 2017. But we have to do it together. We did this all together. We suffered together. We do suffer this together. This is not a fun game. This is the fewest points since the Nuggets scored 82 points in 2017. Well, in the playoffs in 2020, they had the win in game seven, 82 to 70, yeah. I think, or 82 Regular to 80 season, or something like that. Lowest since 2017. So, um,. You know what? I should look at who was on that team. Some people, and I'm not going to say who. Dev, I'm not going to say who. Some people, when the going gets tough, they bail. Not us. Man. Like the Nuggets tonight, did they all show up? No. no absolutely not. No. But us four on this panel. These four, four right here. Kale behind the ones and twos. We showed up. Kale, uh, Kale is here. Votes here. Adam's here, Harrison's here, I'm here. Yeah. Let's uh, do a fast breakdown. Four. I'm going to tell you guys, this is the fastest anybody. fast breakdown of all time. My first note, Knicks locking up the Nuggets. This is a team that has been reinvigorated since the trade of OG, OG Ananobi. They have an identity. They play tough. They play physical. And they play incredibly focused defense. Right from the start, you saw that. DiVincenzo on fire from three. Brunson fully in control of the game, man. Who was in control of the game tonight? Jalen Brunson was in control of it. Jokic, though, sensed that the Nuggets were struggling and kicked it into overdrive. He had 13 points. He was trying to just keep the Nuggets afloat. 33-21, Knicks after one. Knicks opened up a 19-point lead, though, against Denver's bench. Denver's bench wasn't that bad relative to the starters, but when you're down, you give up a little bit more, and it's getting ugly. Knicks getting second-chance points. They keep getting rebounds, and then Jokic was poked in his eye tonight, Dev. By Dante DiVincenzo. He hit two free throws, and then he went to the tunnel. We didn't know if he was going to come back in. I was scared in that moment. I was very scared. It was scary. Knicks were up 62-41 to 41 at the half. Man, how funny is that? That's almost exactly the score of the second half, too. 62-41. Um, I... <laughs> It was 60-41 to 41 in the second half. 62-41 to 41 in the first half. That's crazy. Um, third quarter, Jokic comes back out, our hero. Not even an eye poke will keep him out, but the Knicks still pounding Denver. KCP picked up four fouls, and the wheels were off. The only guy 
who brought it tonight is the guy who brings it literally every single night. That's Nikola Jokic. Outside of that, I'll help you with grades tonight. Fs! A lot of them. Peyton Watson played okay. Peyton Watson did play okay. He might have gotten a passing grade. I give him passing um, grade. That's all I got for the fast of. breakdown, guys. It's not even that many notes. Nuggets just got their ass No kicked. notes on the Jay Huffston? <laughs> not really, but we can talk about it a little bit later. Oh, Dev, man, what's your big takeaway? <laughs> My big takeaway is that this was a piss-poor performance, and this is a letdown spot um, from the Nuggets. Jokic showed up and no one else showed up with him and that's just not what you do to your guy he's out there giving his all every single game um he gets hurt in his game so you try to rally around him you try to play hard to just show that you have your guys back it doesn't have to be with just you know scoring the basketball or anything like but at least show up they did not show up for him and um they owe him they they owe (laughs) Nikola Jokic for this type of game yeah they absolutely do, and I mean, my big takeaway is that OG and Anobi ended this game in the first couple minutes of the first quarter because he came out and just, like, his physicality, his length, it took Jamal Murray out of this game right off the bat and took the Nuggets starters not named Nikola Jokic out of this game right away he was incredible and just the Knicks defense tonight it was the best defensive effort that I've seen a team give against the Nuggets this season that being said last game of a five game road trip a letdown was somewhat predictable you could have seen this happening not to this extent um it was a really bad effort from the Nuggets, but overall, I'm not going to like beat the Nuggets up over this one, even though they did play terribly. Uh, but OG Ananobi, I felt like ended this game in the first quarter. He was, he was incredible. He set the tone, and the Nuggets were cool with ending it in the first quarter. Monster performance. It really did feel like a game where the Knicks and OG in particular was like, we're ready for a fight. The Nuggets were like, really? Not yeah. a, nah. Like, they were ready for the heavyweight championship. That, and the Nuggets were like, oh, that was today? Uh, we're not. I thought that was on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was my big takeaway, too. This was... It, some of these should be controllable factors, so this is a criticism, to be clear. But it looks like the, the Knicks woke up early. Their alarm clocks went off. They went, we got a game at home against the defending champs tonight. Can't wait to ball. And it looked like the Nuggets couldn't wait to go home. Yeah. They couldn't wait to get back to Denver. And they just were never in this one. OG played harder than Mike, Murray, AG combined. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought, like, there were there, a lot of guys just didn't play well straight up. But also, there are, were a hundred instances of the Knicks want this more than the Nuggets. And that was clear from the jump. And there are some games where you go, like, you know, you can't let go of the rope. I'm not really sure if they ever had much grip on this rope, to be no. honest. So, um, some I saw somebody say it was a long road trip, a long road trip. I was saying five games. It's like a normal East Coast trip, like seven game, eight game. That's a long road trip. Six games, I will even give you long road trip. Five games, it's like not that long. It's tough, but I think it's the longest road trip of the season. Yeah, but five. You know that that's not a road trip where you're just like, oh my god, nobody ever wins on a fifth game and. Look, Denver, for whatever reason, just to me, my big takeaway is the same as yours, guys, but way more emphatic. The New York Knicks are dogs. That is a tough team. They have a tough-minded coach. They have tough-minded superstar in Jalen Brunson who leads them. That's a tough dude. He plays tough. They have OG Ananobi and Quentin Grimes and Josh Hart and dudes that just want to battle. Jericho Sims tonight gets the call-up, third-string center, gets the call-up to go guard Jokic into him all night playing physical. And the only guy who had any interest in that level of toughness, you're right, Peyton Watson a little bit, but was Jokic. Jamal Murray tonight. You mentioned uh, OG Ananobi. Nope. That sounded too hard. That was a too tough. We keep talking about Murray every other night. Murray, good last game. Not tonight. Maybe that's a good sign for coming up on Saturday that the every other day theory. But tonight, Jamal Murray in 30 minutes had nine points on three of 11 shooting. OG Ananobi dominated that matchup. Aaron Gordon tonight. Julius Randle. 
dominated that matchup. Michael Porter Jr.? Dante DiVincenzo dominated that matchup. Michael Porter tonight, man, <laughs> this is a scary bad performance. Now, it's only one performance, but the fact that Mike can serve with Mike is the physicality, and then he plays that one. And then KCP. KCP tonight. Dominated by Jalen Brunson. That yeah. starting five, I just yoked did his job tonight, man. 13 of 18. He offensive rebounded two of those misses yep. and put him back. 31 and 11 and 3 in just 27 minutes. That's a monster yoke performance. He did have seven turnovers. Some of those, I think, were of the intentional variety to, like, send a message or what have you. But in a night that was like, you're going to have to be tough to check this box, the Nuggets very clearly said, nothing. no, thank you. We don't, we don't care. Yeah, they didn't just give up, but, like, they were punked out there. Like, they had their way with Denver. Um, they're moving faster. They had a game plan. They're playing harder. And I know that, you know, there's the fatigue factor. Or you're, you're on the road for a long time. You're tired. But that doesn't explain why these guys punked you. They're, they're pushing you over. They're playing extremely hard. And they didn't show up. They didn't answer back after getting punched in the mouth. And that's... That's not Denver's M.O. Like, that's not what you're supposed to be. Like, this was the, the makings of they were missing their center. You respond by just going inside. They wasn't allowing that. Then you're like, okay, Jamal, you have the, you know, mismatch. You have a smaller guard on you. Let's, let's go at him. Jalen Brunson answered the calling every single time. And then on the other end, O.G. Ananobi just had his way with all of Denver. You know, so, like, that was... That was an eye-opening performance, and like I, I'm, I'm very ready for this Sixers game because they're gonna try to do much of the same of that, especially with them just getting beat to sleep as well. So, um, Denver has to like take a long look in the mirror and and, and just try to find something to to respond back to that because them being soft out there, that that's an effort thing. Yeah. So when the Nuggets are tough. One of the reasons they won the championship last year is because they were tough. But in the same way that the Nuggets are unselfish, but sometimes they have selfish games, the Nuggets have a good offense, sometimes the offense isn't good. Is tonight an example of just tonight they weren't tough? Or do you feel like this is a thing where Denver Denver's toughness is not a given? They have to re-earn it, and they're not re-earning it right now. I think in the regular season, they can have tough games and they can have not tough games. Tonight was just a not-tough night. Tonight was a not-tough night. And that was evident, I think, from the first like minute of this game. Like, you realized really quickly in this one that uh, you realized the tenacity that the Knicks were going to play with, like the aggressiveness that they were going to play with. And respect to them, they didn't let up until the final buzzer of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like They played tough for 48 minutes tonight, even when the Nuggets had their G League team out there. And so, like, with the Knicks, I think they're the type of team that regular season, playoffs, it doesn't matter. They are going to play tough every night. The Nuggets, they are a tough team. But in the playoffs, you're going to get it every night. In the regular season, you might not get it every night. And tonight was one of those nights where you didn't get it. If I ask you this question, it's about one guy. My concern with Michael Porter Jr. is his toughness. Yeah. He's a finesse player. He has beautiful, soft, feathery shot, touch. But one narrative that was never discussed last year in the playoffs is that Miami is a tough team, and that was the series he had bad. Now, I'm not saying it was because of that, but if I have one concern about Mike, it's that if I was game planning against the Nuggets, I'd be like, you know what? Just rough that dude up. He you goes just, away. You just get into him. Tonight, it felt like that. And that's why, for me, it's alarming. Is it alarming to you? Well, it's always been a Mike problem. And I do think it's gotten somewhat better over the years, but it still is one. Um, the Boston game's another good example because Derek White got in there and ate his lunch. But Porter didn't quit in that game, and he had those big offensive rebounds. Tonight he was taken out of this game like completely and so it's a bit of a concern however you bring up the miami series and i think it's kind of ironic because while he shot poorly in that series i thought he checked all those other boxes i thought he competed i thought Man. he was tough i thought he rebounded and defended well so you know there are low floor games for porter we've we're gonna see him but i'm not gonna go too far with like he was a tough player who played winning basketball when they went 16 and 4 and won a title i bet he will be again um but yeah, he's prone to games like these tonight, and especially with guys. I know it wasn't OG wasn't his primary matchup tonight, but that OG has something that Mike doesn't. For all that Mike does well, he cannot. He can't just kick it into six gear for four quarters 
you know, and just tear up the court and run around and be a disruptive player the way OG is. Um, and, and so I think the biggest disappointment is just that he let it take him out of it tonight. And he was just out to lunch, I thought, for most of that game. I think what is a little concerning about that with MPJ is, is like, I'd agree. Like for almost the entirety of the playoffs, he did play tough. He did give the Nuggets what they needed. But I feel like there's been two games as of late where the softer version of Michael Porter has shown up. Totally. I totally. can't remember. Was it the Philly game where that was the case? Was it the Utah loss? I can't remember, but there was another one of the recent losses I was sitting here and I said it reminded me of Michael Porter against Norman Powell. Might have been the Philly game. And now that we've seen Man, that that's twice a good callback. Yep. Yep. in the last week after I don't think we saw that at all this regular season up until this point. You're right. You're right. That's a little concerning that we've just seen it twice in the last couple losses. And only four shot attempts in, in only 22 minutes. He didn't even play that much, but only four shot attempts. And, you know, some of that was that Jamal Murray was very disrupted at just getting the flow of the offense today. Um, but another part of that is, to your point, we clowned Chris Stapps Porzingis for getting, you know, Reggie Jackson switched onto him and just being off balance the whole time. It kind of felt like that tonight with Dante DiVincenzo, where you're right. like, Mike. He's pushing you around. Just be strong with him. He He's not that, that big. He had that one play where he grabs the offensive board over it and play. puts it back through the foul. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're a foot taller than this guy. Yeah. You know? So those are the adjustments that you'd like to see him make. I will say, though, I did like seeing it in the Celtics game when it was the kind of game that usually removes him from it. And he was like, let me stick with this and try to play tall in the second half. But, yeah, I mean, look, this is th probably three games in a row or two and a half games in a row now where Mike has looked out to lunch, just uninvolved, and uh, he's got to be better. Yeah, and we talk about, like, just not being involved. It's not only the offense that he looks bad on. He's not – I mean, he's not making shots, but the IQ is bad. He's not trying on loose balls or trying to, you know, run down anything. And, um, I mean, the effort is just low. And, I, I mean, I think that they go hand in hand when he's not getting the ball, like – he's starting to go back to like the moping or I'm not going to give energy on this side of the floor, which right. we kind of got, we went away from for a very long time, right. but it's starting to, you know, come back. Um, and that, that was like the fear when he would not get the ball in the second half is like, okay, now he's just invisible. But right now it's not invisible. He's actually standing out on the other side of the, this was like one of his worst defensive games. Like it was very bad. They were singling him out. Um, they're putting him in the ISOs. Uh, there's like a few loose balls that is 50-50 balls. He had no chance. And yeah. that's the old Michael Porter Jr. So you want him to get back to, even if the shot's not falling, you can still be a productive player. You can totally. still be very impactful. Uh, Michael Porter, I thought, was the worst of everyone tonight, but only by a slim margin because there were some other guys tonight that were like right there uh, in what concerns you. We'll talk about them, but also we'll talk about Jokic, who lost in all of the shuffle. Always awesome. It was awesome tonight, man. Even just, when he's playing with one eye. Even when he has just one eye. We'll do that on the other side. Guys, if you need gas and you see a Circle K around, there are a lot throughout Denver, but, you know, if your gas getting a little low, you're driving by a Circle K, hit up Circle K. Become a Circle K-sman, everybody. I'm telling you, they're a big sponsor of ours now. They are. Make the pledge. Circle yes, K. make the pledge. Yes, it is show three. Uh, the Inner Circle Program at Circle K. It's free to sign up. I like Easy free. to download. You like free, you just give your email address, you give your phone number, you'll be fully enrolled. You can go to that QR code right there on the screen, or you can go to circlek.com slash inner dash circle. Sign up. You get 25 cents off a gallon your first five Phillips. That's a pretty big discount. 25 cents off a gallon for your first five Phillips. Again, it's free. You're saving money for free. Uh, so down or just go to that website, circlek.com slash inner dash circle. Sign up, email, phone number. You're fully enrolled, good to go. From there, you get other discounts on stuff like pizza, beverages, donuts. Uh, but the big one, 25 cents off a gallon, your first five Phillips, you can get that when you're enrolled in the Circle K Inner Circle program.
DraftKings NBA, DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook, and the NBA season is in full swing, which means it's basically NBA season at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code DNVR. New customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets, and hopefully you'll do a little better than we did tonight. Bit of a cold streak from the fellas, but uh, it'll come around. It'll come around. You can always play it safe and just bet on Jokic. You don't have to bet on the Nuggets. Uh, although, you know, fellas, we're not that far removed from them beating the Celtics in Boston. So, comes around, it goes around. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash basketball for all eligibility and deposit restrictions term and responsible gaming resources. You guys, are you curious at all how Tibbs felt about the game? I feel like I know how he felt Absolutely. About the game. Do you think he was pretty happy? This was him sitting down at the podium to give his pre post game. Tibbs. <laughs> oh, that's an evil laugh. Wow. <laughs> Can't stop smiling. I've have... never seen him that happy. <laughs> Look at Tim, notoriously grouchy. This man loves his team right now. He is pumped. And it's funny because I bet you I know how Malone's presser went. We joke all the time. Where's Malone from? Do you remember? He's from, uh, from New York. He's from New York, right? He's from Queens, specifically. He's from right? Queens, but he's from New York. Um,. Anytime you ask him anything about basketball, he somehow ties it back to the Garden. You know me. I grew up at the Garden watching all the Knicks. You know Jeff what I'm Van saying? Jeff Van Gundy. He gave you know my first saying? shot Just in the NBA. Van Gundy. You know what I'm saying, man? Pat Ewing. You guys he know learned a saying? lot of things from Jeff. All that. And you know he was pumped to come to the Garden tonight and see the lights and everything else. And probably took the subway. Probably nice walk around Central Park this morning. Feed <laughs> fed the pigeons. What else? Yeah. That's another New York thing. Probably stopped and got a dog on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> popped into his, you know. I give you my impression of New York. Popped into his Please neighborhood Bodega yeah, growing yeah. up. Oh, Bodega? Dude, they got everything in a bodega. That's yeah. so true. Where else can you get food and paper towels? Dude, the energy of that city, you know, man. It's, it's just it's unmatched. It's unmatched. The trash on the you street. You know he was pumped, and I just love There's a part of me that kind of loves the team watching him and floating on, you know, just floating around and just being like, where do you see the stinker we're about to give you tonight? Probably you to come here once best a year? pregame speech of the season for this game. No doubt it's he like, had a fellas, speech. We're in the Mecca. There's just something different about the garden. There's a different energy here. Nuggets were like, pass. <laughs> we're done. Um, if there's one bright spot, we might as well get it to it now because we pissed and moaned that entire first corner. Nikola Jokic goes 13 of 18 tonight. He had 31 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists. Yes, he had 7 turnovers. Like I said, I think some of those really were the Tory Craig. You're supposed to be over here, so I'm going to throw it out of bounds just so you can see how dumb you're, you are. But nonetheless, 7 turnovers, he gets the credit for that. But in in a toughness matchup, there's no one tougher than Yoke. The Knicks tonight, they did not have a unanimous decision. They had a split decision because one guy out there is up for it, and we do take it for granted because we rail on Murray's inconsistency every other every other day, Murray. But we can't take for granted the fact that Yoke literally just brings it every night, man. And tonight was one where the game was over. They were down 30. Yoke's out there just like landing haymakers. Just still going, and I, I just respect the hell out of it. Yeah, when you talk about toughness, I mean, like, this was a game, really. That was a scary part of the game when his eye got poked. He was, like, on the ground for a I'm, very long time. I've he, never seen him do, like, yeah. like that for that long. Have you I ever been poked in an eye like that? That was wild. Like, that is a, a crazy feeling. I was scared, but, I mean, he got back in the game. Like, he could have just called it a night. They were down big, but that a just lot of players, Dev, A lot of players, that would have been the last you saw and why? Like, it would have been okay on top of that. If right. he did not return back to that game, no one sure. would have been upset because we got to see what actually happened. The game was out of hand, but I know he was ready to go back out there and fight because that's the type of competitor that he is. That's the type of player that he is. I, I mean, I want to give credit to the Knicks. They had a game plan. Yeah. He's a computer. He started to finally figure it out. Figure it out, And then also he was just like, I'm not going to get punked. I'm still going to score whenever I want to. You still have no answer for me. If other people like would have you know rallied around them or played up to what their standards were, that was not going to be a game that they would have did that. But 
he's bringing it every single night. Like that's really the the definition of consistency. Every single time he's going to bring his best, and and that was another good game by Jokic where odds were against them again, and he's like, I'm still going to perform. He finished with 31 points tonight. When Nikola Jokic checked out of this game at the end of the third quarter, he played the entire third quarter. When the third quarter was over, he had 31 of the Nuggets' 66 points, and he was playing with one eye. And how the Knicks started this game off, they were so locked in defensively, New York yep. was. And very early on this game, they were sending very complex double teams and like they were rotating like They're really in. complex off the ball and stuff. And it threw the Nuggets off at the beginning of this game. Like the Knicks rotations, the Knicks were so good defensively tonight. They were able to throw you know, most of the Nuggets starters off just with their physicality and just how on point they were. But they didn't throw Nikola Jokic off. <laughs> like, whatever they did, it wasn't enough to even rattle him tonight. I mean, he shot 13 of 18, again, with one eye. So the, the Knicks defense was so good. It took every Nuggets starter out of this game except Nikola Jokic, who kind of had an incredible game. His touch... He only he, played 27 minutes, 31 he, and 11. It, I don't remember when it was. Or was it December or something? He went on a little, like, where sure. he was missing bunnies. Like, two that's, games. Well, two games that were really bad. But then he, there were a couple games there, like six, seven games, where the touch was a little off. He, like, went back. He went to the mattresses after that, and now his touch is just so ridiculous. It was, again, tonight, some tough ones. It's, it's kind of been as good as ever, actually, yeah. since then. Yeah. He's been almost just as efficient as yeah. he was inefficient. And yeah, I'm with you. Tonight, it looked like he literally couldn't miss some of those, despite despite the great defense win mentioned, despite having to choose the middle rim between the three. Uh, he, I, I think if he didn't have to miss time and if teammates were up to ball tonight, we were looking at a, a real masterclass, a real masterpiece, because he was, you know, we're, we're saying, like we're talking about the lowest bar, like he was ready to go. He wasn't just ready to go. He was ready to dominate. And he didn't even have 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 Murray with him tonight. Now there have been some games where it's just those two and it's enough to carry, but he just never had a running mate tonight. But I, he was locked in. He's he's unbelievable. Yoke just has this virtue to him, this principle where he just goes hard, man. And like that's he the thing about he can't do anything else. He just plays the same way. So they're down thirty. It's hopeless. And I know a lot of people are like, why is he in the game? Take him out. I mean, so you just don't take guys out with, like, 30 minutes left to go in the game, even if it feels over. So you write him out that last stint in the third, and he's just playing it as if it was a tie game, just still going at it. And I just – I don't know what value it really brings, but I, I respect and appreciate the hell out of the fact that he ran through the tape tonight yeah. and, and and still did his thing. <laughs> I think, you, like you said, you just got to respect it, and, and you got to appreciate it because – like I was saying earlier, a lot of guys would not have come out of the locker room after halftime. Yeah. Why after would getting you, poked you know? in the eye like that. Down 20. Yeah. That would have been the end of the night for a lot of guys. Um, a lot of stars. Jamal Murray. We talked very briefly, but 3 of 11 tonight. It's terrible. You know, I just wonder how bothered Murray is by his own inconsistency. Like, how, how bothered is he? Jalen Brunson, I hate, people are going to be so mad at me for saying this. Jalen Brunson is a better player than Murray in the regular season. He just is. Guy is tough, consistent, does some of the same stuff Murray does where he kind of gets to his spots and makes tough shots and puts pressure on you. And that guy just every night is the leader of that team and plays with a toughness. And tonight, it, look, OG Ananobi's a great defender, but he's like a Jaden McDaniels. He's like a Kawhi Leonard. He's like the guys that Murray's going to have to go up against, and tonight he's like the guys that Murray has cooked in the playoffs and has many cooked times. In the playoffs, but tonight it was just one where it was like, <laughs> is Murray bothered by getting absolutely dominated tonight? That was if that happened to Yoke, that we would all be so down bad about. Oh my <laughs> God, he got Murray got dominated, he couldn't do it, nothing. With Murray, we just almost accept that. Yeah, it, it happens a lot. He gets bottled up by guys. Tonight yeah. he was bottled up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sucks because he's he's so good in the playoffs that we just kind of give him excuses throughout the regular season of like bad performances. And there's a lot of them. Does he have some incredible performance throughout the regular season? Yes, of course he does. But you also want him to show up in these type of games and these big um, matchups with other guards or guys that are going to switch up their defense to try to slow him down. 
Again, the Knicks came in with a game plan. They executed that game plan to the best of their ability. They got under Jamal's skin. They used size against them. Um, just really physical with them. And, and he really did not respond. And he just was like, okay, today, tonight's not my night. But that's what separates, you know, the, the greats. That That's what separates those type of competitors of, I'm still going to go at you every single time. And I think at times he's just uh, kind of complacent. Like, he's okay with what's happening around him. Um, and you want him to push. I knew that this was going to be a bad game from him from the opening tip. He was like, just, they're not on the same page as they typically are, him and Jokic. He, he, he bounced past it right out of bounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First, first play, play of the game. First turnover. play of the yep. game. And it, it just, already, like, it spiraled from there. But he spends a lot of every single possession just over dribbling. Just not in a, in a rhythm right now. Not in a zone. And then we'll see a great game where he looks like he's all every the way back game. and in a zone. And you're like, where where is that? Where is that? So, like, you want him to be consistent. You want him to not have that playoff level because he's playing, like, at an all-time great type of level in the playoffs. But you just want that consistency throughout the, the regular season so that you don't have to work up to it. You're just already at that level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... The Knicks swarmed him tonight. OG and Obi swarmed him tonight. They just locked him up. And, I mean, it's just something that you got to accept with, with Jamal Murray at this point. In the regular season, there are going to be some games where he looks all world. And there are going to be games where he looks like this. Yeah. But you got to also know in the back of your mind that when it really counts in the playoffs... He's going to absolutely bring it. Yeah, no, but what does that matter? I, th my point is, we, we all know that. Yeah. It just seems weird to put that into the conversation of the fact that he's kind of trick-or-treat during the regular season. And by the way, Brunson tonight, 7 of 10 Brunson was. That's it was so, easy. I, that I, was I, so easy. And he ISOed Murray on some of those where it was like, it, it was like, get out the way, guys. I've got a mismatch. Let me just get to my spot and shoot a nice little seven-footer on him. I kind of thought he was worse defensively tonight yeah. than anything else. I mean, Two well, or three but, of 11 isn't great either. So I guess pick your poison. But I, that's it. It's just that there were no spots where he kind of seemed up to the challenge. And it was a challenge. Yeah. I mean, they were they, they were going after him out of stoppages. And so it was like, hey, man, you're getting picked on a little bit here. Um, I've only got two takes left. One of them is that Denver's defensive aces, KCP and Aaron Gordon, both lost their matchup, which is weird because, you know, Randall is a good player, but I, I think that AG can slow him down, not tonight, and KCP's a really good defender. He had no impact. So that's a rare example. I don't know how often we see both of those guys lose their matchup, and tonight Rarely. was a rare example of it. And then my last one that you know I'll throw to you guys on, but Peyton Watson, to me, he's not one of the best players on the team. We know the starting five, I think, are all better, but he might be the most consistent. Whatever, if he's like a... B minus player right now in terms of just where he's at, 19, 20 years old, whatever, 21 years old, on the come up. He kind of brings the same quality every single night. And he was three of eight tonight, got seven points, four rebounds, three assists, two blocks, and played some good defense. He's consistent. He's on like an X amount of games streak here of doing something. We always talk about that, right? Just come in and do something off the bench. And even on the nights where Peyton is maybe three of seven and the shot looked a little wayward, he was stellar defensively, or we saw a great pass off the move after cutting. And he's he's found a way to do something positive in just virtually every game since he really cracked the rotation. And so he is, I mean, I just don't like tonight. I think we mentioned this already, but so much talk about no one showed up outside of Yoke except for kind of Peyton Watson. Yeah. And he is good for that right now. He is good for showing up and being game, if nothing else. And he had another block tonight. How quickly, obviously how how tall he is when he's fully extended and he hit the two-hand blocks when he jumps, it's crazy. But how quickly he gets from the ground to his highest point um, and how he can do it with minimal load up, you know, coming over from a different defender. Like, he's unbelievable. And he had another block tonight that I was just shaking my head at. He, he's crazy. Yeah, when it comes to Peyton Watson, I mean, that's the thing about what you're asking for for the bench. You're not playing a whole bunch of minutes. So, like, you're just asking when you're out there to be productive, to be impactful. And he he's just really impactful. Um, you're not asking him to do too much. He's not playing starter minutes. You want him to make a play, a game-changing play, or, you know, a game-altering play. And he makes a lot of those. And that's where the consistency comes in. 
Um, and that's where you need the bench to follow. You need them to just all play with that same type of just make plays, do your job, um, do something that goes above and beyond because you have just this small amount of time to, to make an impact. Um, and he does that. He, he's getting blocks. He's getting switches on guys that he has no business guarding, but he's able to like just, you know, show that he's going to fight on these type of plays. It's not like he's wowing you with the numbers um, or anything like that, but that's okay. You just want him to do his job. He does his job every night. We were talking about this during the watch along. If the playoffs started today, who would be getting the most minutes per game off the bench for the Nuggets? It might be Peyton Watson. I think it yeah. is. It might be Peyton Watson, I think, for a couple reasons, but one of them is the consistency. Like you brought up, you kind of just know what you're getting from him night in, night out. You're going to get effort. You're going to get a couple block shots. You're going to get a couple spectacular plays. And we've talked about this a lot on this show. The playmaking with him and his ability to just make stuff happen with the ball in his hands. I think we're seeing that more and more and more. And maybe that's the next part of Peyton Watson's evolution. Yeah. Him as the playmaker. I think to get there, Malone has to trust him. Yeah. And to be honest, Malone doesn't. He had three assists today. Malone doesn't hand out trust very easily, especially to young players. But I also wonder if he looks around and goes, but who else is there to trust? You know, the other Robin Christian is in a really rough spot and some of the other guys. So I wonder if, like, Peyton earns that just by virtue of who else has it. And to be honest with you, man, I'm, I think Peyton is two months away from having – from Malone allowing him, two months away from actually being a good offensive player. Yeah. That little – He's getting more and more comfortable with that little fade, that yeah. very close jumper. Soft uh, touch. And it's it's kind of something he's comfortable going to when his drives, because sometimes he makes up his mind early that he's driving. And if it's cut off in the very beginning, he was kind of like, where do I go with it? But he's got some nice counters now. He's got two to three things in, in the half court he's looking for, comfortable with. I mean, this guy's getting better every week, every week. No, no doubt about it. All right, let's take a break on the other side, guys. All-star. Voting is out. We knew Yoke would make it, but there's interesting little votes to be mined mm. in the uh, all-star voting. We're going to get into that on the other side. Guys, shout out to our friends at Red Hawk Roofing. If you were in the bar tonight, this was dope. You had the chance to win two of their tickets to Nugget 76ers. We were giving those away. Shout out to Crystal Ghost. And uh, we did give those away. Who? What was the name of the guy? Crystal who? Ghost, Elliot. Oh, Crystal Ghost. Crystal Ghost won them. Crystal Ghost won. Yeah. Of course, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, he won so, tickets to the seventy uh, six ers So he'll Nuggets be game at Nugget seventy sixers on uh, Saturday. Shouts to him, and uh, shouts to our friends at Red Hawk. Did roofing. you play the Hawk? He did. They are the best roofers in Colorado. Colorado's best estimators and contractors. Free, no obligation roof and property inspections as well. Free in-depth photo reports for all inspections, too. I had a hawk the other day screeching out the back. Did you? Was that it a red hawk? Did it sound like that? It really did. That's how they sound. If oh, you're wow. looking for a new roof over your home or business, give Red Hawk Where Roofing a call. Yeah, right Go to their website, redhawkroofing.com. Tell them DNVR sent you. If there's a good chance your child won't land an athletic scholarship, or he's afraid of heights, probably not going to be a roofer. You're going to want some backup plans here. Uh, how about College Invest? It's important to start saving for college early, and you need a plan just in case your child doesn't land that scholarship, like I'm I said. I'm afraid of heights. So it's important to me too, actually. It's important to start saving for college early. College Invest makes it easy with flexible savings plans. Plus, this is neat. You benefit from a Colorado tax deduction. So open your account at collegeinvest.org today. You should be afraid of heights, though. It's like if you're not afraid of it, you're like, yeah, you could fall and die. That's why you're afraid of it. That's why you're afraid of them. It's a death risk. No Carmelo Anthony at the game tonight. Everybody's telling me. John Turturro was there. Spike Lee was there. Who else? Carmelo did not uh, accept my challenge. Didn't show up. Unbelievable. What's your favorite John Turturro movie, Dev? Um... I mean, do the right thing. Oh, he got it. There you go. There's one. For oh. me, I would say Big Lebowski probably. Oh, brother, where art thou? He's pretty good. He's there. pretty good in the Batman. In the Batman that just came out. <laughs> there you go. He's pretty good in it. Um, voting is in. 
We know who is going to the All-Star. Kel, do you want to pull those up from earlier in the show? Do you have them here? The starters. The starters for the All-Star game are out. And our boy, Nikola Yoga. Man, that is the smallest version of that graphic. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> there we go. Jokic. This actually, I can't read this graphic. This thing was All right. Didn't we have one earlier that had the... Jokic was first in the player rank, second in the fan rank, first in the media rank, and second in weighted score behind LeBron James. So only the fans who actually have Jokic second, which is really high, but it is interesting that the players had him above, uh, above LeBron, above everybody. He received... Yeah. If we mine the data here, you guys, we mine actually it. have the deep dive data. Jokic received from the media 99 out of 100 votes. Who do you think the one vote was for? I have an idea. I don't want to say it. Say it. Who Just the player. Who Who else would have gotten the vote when they were like, all right, we need a center? Oh, the player? No, the, um, yeah, what player would have gotten it? Well, we, we would need another front court player. Rudy Gobert. Was, there's no center on the roster. You're right. It there's was no been, center position. But, so it can be any front court player. So it could have just been someone who was like Kawhi, Luka, and KD. Right. <laughs> yeah, it had to be a, a, a one-off. No, Dude, no, that's weird. Somebody put a big in there, man. Yeah, it had to be somebody... Anthony Davis. Who? Poomst. There's no way anybody watched this season who it, was like, you yeah, know. It had to be McMenamin there. Yeah, <laughs> McMenamin, maybe. Yeah. I'm not really bothered and by it. But Kawhi I do... Leonard was fourth on the media rank. So I wonder if somebody put him in. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that is a random. His numbers doesn't match. Jokic was number one, though, in the player rank, meaning when the players were surveyed who should make it, Jokic beat everybody. LeBron was number two. I'm kind of surprised by that. And then Kevin Durant was number three. Kawhi, four. Anthony Davis somehow came in fifth in the player rank. He's had a good front season. Court. The Lakers have it, though. Yeah. I guess it's just, if you were doing just front court. But does that mean anything to you? Like, I just, winning the champion, we don't talk about it a ton, but winning the title has elevated Yoke in the eyes of other players, where before there was a lot of, like, this guy just gets so much love because of this or that, to now, like, players seem to unanimously be like, that's a bad man. I mean, he's been whipping ass for a long time now. It right. used to be, like, all this other stuff. It used to be, like... His numbers and like advanced stats. Then it used to be like, how is he doing it with this shape and stuff? But now he's just <laughs> whipping ass. Like it's it's too many times. And also, they have to deal with Jokic, you know. So it's a little bit different when you saw it from afar. You didn't get to see it, you know, up close. But it's it's so consistent that players have to respect it. He he forces you to respect it, but also they under they understand. I can't do what he's doing every single night for this long. Yeah, there definitely was a shift, and now it's just like, yeah, it's Jokic. Well, it's Jokic. It's, like, it's Jokic, it's, and someone has to come and take it. Yeah, it's 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 his. It's his title. It's his league. But yeah, that's just what it is right now. Players and fans too. Like I know we everyone should know by now, but again, honestly, the fan vote is the last area I ever expected Jokic to start shooting. But up. he is though. That's what I'm saying though. And leapfrogging guys like Kevin Durant, like. Obviously, he's a better player in this day and age, but that's still a meaningful shift in just the the general, at-a-glance kind of NBA landscape. If you say anyone other than Jokic, people are going to make you, people are going to hold your feet to the fire. Defend that take. And it's been cool to see. Another thing that's interesting, you know, there was another ratings. I can't remember which one it was. What game just came out where Denver had a, Denver involved and it was one of the best rated games of the entire season? I'm trying Nugget to look Celtics. up. Was it Nugget Celtics? Oh. It was the best weekday oh, that's true. That's January game, January game in, in a long time or something. But I'm telling you, this is a <laughs> consistent thing that because I pay attention to Ray. I just find not everybody finds them interesting. I find them super fascinating because the health of the league is something I just think about. Um, the Nuggets keep popping up, man, and the formula is like Nuggets Hawks. Nobody's watching that. Nobody's watching it. Even whatever. But Nuggets Celtics, Nuggets Lakers, Nuggets War. You know the marquee teams. Whether they're good or not, they're marquee. Everybody tunes in. It's almost like the Nuggets are the best matchup for those ones. Right. And then you combine that with Yoke and the fan vote being way up there. I just think the Nuggets are way more popular because of last year's run. Not before that, but because of last year's run, I think a lot of people were like, "This is dope. I want to watch it a lot more." And it isn't quite clear yet. I feel like we're ahead. Nobody's really talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fans are, of course, like, what have you done for me lately? They're the, the champions. They just won. 
But also when you watch that run, it was so dominant of a run because they went through teams that you had to see, you had to watch. Um, and then I think that the Lakers, beating the Lakers was a big bump because, I mean, everybody's going to watch the Lakers. A lot of people expected Denver to lose that series. Right. They played the Suns. They had Durant and Devin Booker. Of course, that brought that in. And then you win it against Miami. who it was, They're just tough as nail in the playoffs. And you win so convincingly. So I think it was like you went on a ride with Denver and they got to see what we have been able to see. But it was just... It was winning basketball. It was fun yeah. basketball. They're whipping the ball around. They have a superstar who's bringing it every single night. Like that, it was a lot that you just you root for, and also you just this is a good team. Yeah. If you were an alien and you just got dropped into the world for the first time, and you watch all thirty teams once, like you would want to watch the Nuggets again. A lot of the top draws <laughs> in the NBA right now suck. Yeah. Like, the Lakers suck to watch. Yeah, you know? okay, of course. Um, the Celtics are okay. They're fun to watch. People yeah. like the Celtics. the Celtics. They shoot all yeah. those threes. Yeah. Tatum has that footwork. It's awesome footwork, dude. <laughs> the step back is, is fun sometimes. But, I mean, the Nuggets are so fun and enjoyable to watch. They play a great style. They play a little different than everybody else. Nikola Jokic has now had a no-look behind-the-head two-handed pass three games in a row. Yeah, I'm afraid he didn't even mention that. You're right. Yeah. He's had, like, the pass of the year <laughs> in three straight games. Don't, don't you like that he sometimes does this where he does something and then he's like, all right, it's my new thing. Now he's doing it every time. Dude, it's been three straight games, the same pass. The same pass that nobody except, like, him and uh, Luca pull off. Yeah. Pretty and Luke has done it like once ever. Pretty good to watch. Uh, Jamal Murray, by the way, guys, came in eighth in the player ranking. Came in eighth. It was Shea came in first, Luca second, Steph third, which is very surprising to me that Steph came in third this year. Kyrie was fourth. Players. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anthony Edwards was fourth. God, this Devin league. Booker was fifth. This league. De'Aaron Fox was sixth. Kyrie seventh. And then James Harden and Jamal Murray tied for eighth. I feel like that's kind of meaningful. That's not that high, and he hasn't had that good of a year. But, like, to be – players respect James Harden's talent level, what right? What kind of guys is Murray above? So if we go continue this list, tenth was Desmond Bain. Thank God. You're right. The, <laughs> le the list does maybe drop off here. Bradley Bill was 11th. Oof. Uh, 13th was Mike Conley. Yikes. Tied with Anthony Simon. So you're right. Murray was actually right at the cutoff to where if this Murray became a little impressive. Been below you're any right. of those guys. <laughs> and honestly, oh, I thought it sounded so cool. I, I know. Because yeah. I only read up front. Oh. I didn't read behind it. You're right. Damn he it. was almost behind Desmond, Desmond Bain. Bain. Yeah. Yeah. Player voting. I was just about to say oh, that. Shit. Are you, are you mad about where it was? Like, I wasn't mad. I was actually excited. But now that I read it, I'm like, there's no reason to be excited. He's right at the Yikes. right spot, though. Those you other guys. This is why. Because Jamal Murray is sometimes in the tier above that. The Kyrie, Devin Booker, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander tier. And sometimes in the tier below that, which is Desmond Bain's a pretty good dude. Austin Reeves is pretty good sometimes. I hate that he. I hate that we're here. Where is Austin Reeves? KCP, by the way. Also eleven, also right there in the in that zone. So like, like KCP was in that zone. I'm telling you, the list drops. Basically, that's means, not good. Here's what it means. That's not good. What it means is everybody voted for the top seven guys, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. everyone else received like four votes or something, yeah. and he's one of them. Um, I guess that's not that encouraging after all. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. If we go to the front court in the Eastern Conference just to round it out, Giannis did is the only player, I believe... The only player to receive 100 votes from the media. Everybody agreed it was Giannis. Embiid got only 98 of the votes, surprisingly, and Jason Tatum got 97. I can't believe anybody. Honestly, I... So one person, one media member did not vote Jokic as a starter. And two for and Joel Embiid. 
And I'm telling you guys, I'm as outraged for Joel Embiid. Like, what are we doing here? Who is the? What is the argument for not Embiid? Yeah, that one there's, makes no sense. I, it must have just been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're pulling up the drop down menu, and instead of Embiid, you're taking like I don't even know. <laughs> Um, Ewing. Jalen Brown and Paolo Bancaro were the right next on that list. And if you go to the guards, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard. The player ranked, the player rank, by the way, had Lillard fourth. Players actually had Maxi second. Maxi <laughs> uh, came in way later than that. Do wow. you think that Lillard, I think, is on reputation on this one? I think it should have been Jalen Brunson. I'm surprised he didn't win. Um, Trey Young was there, Donovan Mitchell was there, then Tyrese Maxi. But Damian Lillard, starter in the All Star game. Disgusting. Yeah, Disgusting. I mean, Disgusting. I think he's the worst starter. With the with the Bucks getting two starters, everything must be going really smooth in Milwaukee. It's true. I mean, two All Star Game starters. Like. Well, you know what's funny? Actually, I just thought of this. Celtics were the one seed in the East last year, right? So Missoula coached the All Star Game. You can't do it two years in a row. That means the Bucks second right now in the East. It'll be Doc Rivers that coaches the Eastern <laughs> Conference. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. If they hold on to the two seed by the break, which they probably will, Doc Rivers will be the Yo, coach. That's hilarious. That Dude, is pretty hilarious. Doc Rivers, and you right know Doc there. Rivers is going to love that shit. He is so good at getting a job. He is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah. that he just got a job. Did you see how much money they gave 40 Doc? Mil? 40 million. Yeah, and, and he got some years on that. Like, who are they competing with? <laughs> I ES, guess ESPN. ESPN. But how ESPN. much could he been making? Could he been making from ESPN? Uh, Not making more than like five, ten million. What a winner! Forty million. They I just know. paid Doc Rivers. <laughs> I'm, d- I'm done hating on Doc. Honestly, I tip my hat. Get your bag. Get your bag, man. Do do you? Um, but, oh, but I do God. find it very interesting that, as we just learned, it changes my whole take. I was Matt Murray is getting respect. Actually, not. He's getting no respect from the <laughs> no. players. And Tyrese Maxey getting tons of respect from the players. I, it's kind of a noteworthy thing to me. It's a little, uh, a little bit interesting. I'm always curious. Not that players are right, because they're actually wrong a lot about these kinds of things, in my opinion. But it is worthwhile noting who do players think is that guy. And... You know, they don't think it's Jamal Murray. They just don't. Although in the playoffs, they find out. Um, Kale, can you pull up the Western Conference? The the start we had it in the pregame show, just so we can kind of take a look at it. It is going to be Shea Gildas Alexander and Luka Doncic, along with LeBron, uh, Jokic, and Kevin Durant. Yeah, we did this a little bit in the pregame, but I know now we can do it for the podcast here. Is there any chance Jokic is different than he has been in the in years prior? I'm going to say no. I think the angle I'm going to steal from Wind, he already said this in the pregame show, so let me credit him. But it is, you know, maybe playing with Luka gives just a little bit of fun out there, a little bit of joy. Luka might look for him in a way other co-starters have not in the past. But, I mean, it's also a lot of guys who are going to have the ball in their hands. And I think Jokic is going to maybe jokingly set two screens and then hang out on the block. I think he plays a little bit harder this year. I do. I mean, they, they're going to make that matchup versus him and Embiid like a bit more. Um, and again, you just talked about having Luca there. Luca's going to feed him, like to say, like, go at him, brother. Like that that's going to be a thing. But also, he's a champion now. Like, I really think there's a little bit more to you can't just mess around him. We don't see the joke around Jokic anymore. He's not that same jovial guy. Like, he's, he's pretty serious now. And he's even talked about that, like, process and that change. So I think that he, he goes and then approaches it just a little bit different. Do I think he goes all out? No. They have a season. They, like, he has, like, higher goals. But I don't think that he just bullshits this year. What about this angle? Him and Luca on the same team? there any chance there's a all-star recruitment going on? Sure. Um, the Mavs kind of getting clowned a lot themselves lately. Yeah, I mean, they, they're coming off a bad loss to the Suns. Very bad loss. I've thought the Mavs have been a bit overrated all season. I, 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 just I mean, they're don't. not rated that high, though. <laughs> yeah, but, like, they got off to that hot start and the Derek Lively thing and... I was just never really buying it. I, I've never bought the Kyrie Luca pairing. I mean, like that's not gonna last that long. L- Luca is, I think, Nicole Jokic's best friend in the league. 
He, when they were in Denver, Luca was at Jokic's house, I believe, for Serbian Christmas. Right. I think that's when he was here. He went over for that. You know, those two are very, very tight. They're very close. I think Yoke plays a little harder this All-Star game as well. Just like looking at the starters for the West, KD and Luca are going to be firing up a bunch of shots. SGA isn't really like an All-Star game type of guy, though. Um, That's true. He sucked in the last one. Do you remember how bad he was? Yeah. He was Le worse than Yoke. LeBron will probably try to get his numbers, but there will be some opportunities oh, for Yoke in this one. I can already tell you the narrative. Age 39, year 21, he yeah. is still doing this in an All-Star game. Oldest player to win All-Star game MVP. <laughs> For sure, it's a lock. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we can all dream that the game is close in the fourth quarter and they're just giving it to Jokic and beat every possession in the post against one another. Yeah. That'd be fun. One of these days, he's going to care about it. It might be this one, but more than anything, I wouldn't mind him recruiting Luca a little bit. I like I, I, Teach Luca how to win. Luca's, Luca's lost we enough now. We need two now. more championships first. So just plant the seed. Plant the seed. Plant the seed and come back to it in a couple years. He can be here Dude. for the second three-peat. Those guys. We got to get him to beat the Knicks, man. Dude, referees would boycott Nuggets games. <laughs> oh, it's so true. We would they be an insufferable squad. They would stop going. All right, let's hit some super a chats, Kale. The sickos. So much of hey, a lot congrats of this to going all off. the sickos who super chatted this L. <laughs> BJ Malays, love Ooh, you guys. Thanks for suffering with me. I have a feeling the Nuggets were suffering from a little BJ Malays nice. today. Nice. We're suffering. <laughs> PS14. How long does the Malays last? Jamal ducking OG challenge was disappointing. Mike Lethargic bench gave next to nothing. Shout out to Yoke for having that dog inside of him. <laughs> Much respect to Tibbs and NY Rough Riders 1 through 15. Will be a tough out in the payoffs. I've never seen Piaz. I agree, before. man. I agree with all those takes. All, all of them, man. Yeah. Every single one. The Knicks, the Knicks do compete hard. Haley Keel, I made a great decision and turned it off to watch LSU versus South Carolina women's basketball on ESPN instead. Best basketball game I've seen in a while. <laughs> Definitely better than the one we watched. Right? No, you missed it. It was a comeback. It was yeah. crazy, man. You missed it. You're wrong. You're so wrong. Congrats man. on your competitive basketball. Haley, you got to pay crazy. You're not I a diehard, dude. Five, 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 five ish. It's strange how Jokic playing hard doesn't seem to exert the same contagious energy like if Jamal plays hard. Murray really is the heart of the team. I, I like that take. I think that's a good take, man. It's a it's good a, take. Yeah, when he plays well, though. But it also just adds another person, though. Like, Jokic brings it every time. He every needs somebody time. else to bring it. Sure. So when Jamal brings it, it's like, okay, we, we have to. We're rolling but I do tonight. think that they rally around Jamal, too. Instead, they were like, oh, he's getting his ass kicked by OG and Jalen. Nope, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Sullivan with a little perspective. Disappointing game, but the Nuggets finished the toughest road trip of the year, 3-2. and two. I'll take that. You know what's funny, though? Is as much as I agree with that, it just doesn't. There's three games left in narrative week. And they are the MVP gauntlet. You have 76ers coming up. We're going to spend a lot of tomorrow's show on it. They got Milwaukee on Monday. They got OKC revenge game on Wednesday. Like, what, what is what is Denver so far? So three and two on that road trip plus the other two. So five and two so far. But it's like still unclear whether or not it was a successful narrative week. It all comes down to these last three games. Oh, man. Man, man. What else? Steve, in other news, is Colin the Jokic of the G League? <laughs> yes. Colin's such a great example, though, of just the levels to this and how different the G League is. Colin is way too good at basketball for the G League. Way too good. But he's too small to play in the NBA, probably. Uh, 36 points for a guy his size who's not particularly quick or a scorer is like, how do I judge that? What he's, Colin Gillespie's an amazing basketball he's a, player, man. Yeah, he's, he's an awesome player. basketball player. Just, but 36 points is a lot of points. <laughs> yeah, they ain't playing much defense over there. Some of those numbers are incredible. I know, dude. The G League is not not real. Yeah. Just not an NBA player, I don't think. Peter Duck, I want Jokic to recruit Embiid. Yeah. You do, Peter? <laughs> Thanks, Peter, what? for just that, that ruining it. To come off the bench. <laughs> I mean, thank you for paying <laughs> All right, hit that outro music, Kale. Our shortest episode of the year. But you know what? The Nuggets didn't give us anything to work with. That game deserves a short episode. Very, very short we episode. We also had a watch along. 
We also had a watch along. <laughs> and we, we spoke more about this game than almost who any was, other game this season. Who was more hyped up for this game, us or Michael Malone? The Nuggets are like, we can ruin Malone's mood and their DNVR's watch I mean, along only one. one of those people definitely got a dollar slice before this game. A dollar slice. <laughs> we need a supercut. Somebody sicko out there make a supercut of Malone talking about New York. It would actually be a hilarious yeah. supercut. Like a dunk comp style video, and it's just him saying, hey, you know what I mean? I'll never forget. Oh, Jeff I, was, uh, you know, like. I took TJ McBride. We were in New York City. It was his first time there. We're in a taxi cab and we rolled past like a, a pile of trash on the ground. And TJ just goes, ah, I love this city. <laughs> as earnestly as he can. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. That sucked. We'll see you tomorrow. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.